Alright, hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen, and I am still playing with my pretty good quality control victory saber. Happy New Year! I am playing with a little space shuttle robot. I'm David. And uh, today we will all be represented by a cleverly stitched together montage of clips of us from previous episodes. <laughs> oh, are you going to make me edit it that way? I mean, theoretically I could, but that would probably be Yeah, that seems like a logistic nightmare. I mean, not that I haven't, like, um... Oh, what was the, the time loop episode? I actually did use oh. a bit of audio oh, trigger. Cool. Uh, that was time after time, I believe. Yes, I had a look. Sometimes, if I have enough free time and I'm bored enough, I will do a little extra. Although usually it's adding more songs in the back, faded in the I background. I don't get a chance normal. to listen to our episodes because I'm busy listening to a podcast with four-hour episodes about Pyro from X Men. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of given up on the really, really long, like. Podcasts that are more than ninety minutes, it's like I start to check out. Like there's there's some bad movie podcasts I just don't listen to any all the episodes anymore. I absolutely like, Oh, and a wrestling podcast. I absolutely listen to all four hours about Pyro. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a wrestling podcast I used to listen to all the time that does like four hour episodes sometimes it's like no I was like no. oh my god now I care about Pyro so much <laughs> I, I just like that he has the totally ridiculous name St. John Allardyce also they made a point throughout the podcast oh. to pronounce it in what would be the, the more accurate way Sinjin oh yeah that's true Sinjin also I can never remember if he's Australian or British he's Australian Australian Poofda. Crikey. And yeah, so yeah, this uh, this is Rescue Bots Academy, not to be confused with the later TV show of the same name. Oh yeah, trying to find this episode was fun enough. Far away, opening a door for a cat. Are you going to come in or not? No, the cat. <laughs> That's the eternal cat question. He, he, like, when he, he pets at the door every once in a while, that's fine. But lately, when he really wants my attention, he starts pulling a rug that is under the door that I close <laughs> to keep most kitties out. And, and like, the rug has to be there because there's a cord that runs underneath the door, and he just yanks the whole thing. It's very loud. It needs to be maximum and, chaos. There needs to be maximum chaos yes. occurring. Anyway, what were we talking about before Cat interrupted me? Uh, well, this, this episode, this is uh, oh. Zach, written by, uh, this first aired uh, May 2nd, 2015, written by Zach Atkinson, frequent rescue bus writer, last seen here, uh, writing Bot-tastic Voyage. Oh. The episode where they have a fantastic voyage. Yes. Mm. They get very small. And we open in the midst of the action. For some reason, the city has decided to reassemble the incredibly dangerous Sky Forest. The yeah, what the hell did... Like, oh, that was like one of the worst <laughs> ideas they've ever had. It was it was a pretty bad idea. Well, one of the worst ideas the mayor ever liked and encouraged. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're trying to put it together. Of course, a cable breaks... Uh, they have to stop this thing from collapsing, and of course, new recruit uh, Blur is extremely not helpful in this regard. So unhelpful. Mm. Yes. 
It's like, but yeah, hey, you guys have fun with that. But you know what? Good news. They were on the holodeck. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. We are VR troopers. No. We are VR. Yeah, we're not We're not watching that for our bonus episode. No, I'm, even I don't want to torture you guys that much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched a surprising amount of that as a kid. I... I, I think I, I watched some of the episodes of that, but like last summer, I think it was, I tried to watch a few episodes and just trying to splice together four different shows into one show, like the editing whiplash between shots just gave me a headache. <laughs> and and it, it's way good. more boring than Power Rangers. Yeah. Which is surprise. I've seen one of the Toku shows that is part of it, and it's fantastic. And somehow they just turn it so boring. So, so which one has the corporate executive who's actually like a space wizard? Uh, Metalder, <laughs> which I haven't gotten to yet, but I will be streaming soon. Well, in a couple months on our uh, Discord because every Friday I, I stream some Tokusatsu stuff and we watch some stuff on Saturdays. Come join our Discord. But yeah, Metalder, Metalder is the one with all, most of the crazy fun stuff in that show, and it, it is anything but boring from what little I have seen. Yeah. And it's, I it's should just... probably move. I should probably move the link to our Discord over to my Mastodon server. Oh. Yes, put that over there, too. I assumed it was already. Anyway, the, the, the thing is, we really loved virtual reality in the 90s. We did. We loved it so much. Yeah, but this is not the 90s. This this is 2015. Well, that's true. <laughs> Admittedly, VR Troopers was in the 90s. Yes. I mean, I mean, well, we're not calling this virtual reality, I don't think, offhand. I, no. And it, it's just, well, they do say, take off, it's just like, take off your VR helmet. I guess, well, I guess it's back now, kind of, sort of. Have I mentioned yeah. that I have a meta quest too? I did not choose to own this object. <laughs> Although VR now is very different. You have VR chat, so mostly it's just anime girls talking in a room. Yeah, it's really like not great. <laughs> I did well well, there's probably horrible bits, yes, because it, it's on the level of Twitch culture, but it also seems Great for LGBT groups. It's on the level of Twitch culture, but with graphics from PS1. <laughs> okay, so but when do we get to the part where I have to fight, like, Russell Crowe as a super virtual reality serial killer? <laughs> probably not. You might have to fight a pterodactyl, oh. but it will probably be a sexy pterodactyl. Well, that sounds yeah. like a real dactyl nightmare. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, so, so you know, we... You know, heat wave storms off, and he goes. So he's got a report to Optimus Prime about trying to teach this bozo and his personable and considerably more useful pal Salvage. Yes. And so you know, you know, Cody's there, and he's like, you know, well, maybe you just need to, uh, you know, maybe Blur just needs a little more time. And he says, well, yeah, but everybody also hates Blur. Like it's not just me. Everybody <laughs> hates this guy. Yeah. It's it's not just that. I mean, because. Heatwave is kind of short-tempered, so you could yes. see it just being like maybe he just needs to have his high tide episode where he learns to respect those he's trying to train. But no, yeah, but no, everybody else is like in much nicer terms. <laughs> like, yeah, I think no? even, even Boulder doesn't like this guy. And Boulder likes everybody. Um, I. Yeah, B Boulder's trying to sugarcoat it the nicest. Yeah. But, I gotta be but. honest, I have a new co-worker that this made me feel very sympathetic about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, all the like blades is is like he's talking about transfer students and robot dads and things, and it's like what? You have transfer students on Cybertron and talking about somebody's dad. <laughs> what? what? But yeah, when you have dads in this continuity, when when you have somebody who's trying to do a training exercise and one of them is just like, "Lol, no, you're not, you're not gonna get very far with them." They so, really you know, need Co- to just go ahead and ship him off to the B team. <laughs> so Cody says, you know, maybe you just need to like, you know, do some one-on-one training or or something here. And uh but you know and you know good news uh Chase it turns out has been taping everything. Yikes. What he has access to all the security cameras on the island and yes has been re- cataloging the records. Chase. Oh my goodness. In this cu- in this country it makes you look like a pervert, but every single Scottish person does it. <laughs> oh. Yes, he he is the police state. I guess I forgave Rewind when he was doing it, so. <laughs> when Rewind did it, it was cute, because he's small. And also, Chase is clearly not doing this for any un- unseemly purposes, because he is entirely too straight-laced. Yes, he is a very good and boy. Yeah, well, like, was Rewind just using footage he recorded himself, like, from his eyes? Well, he no, also got uh, other no, stuff. No, he says security cameras. Oh, I forgot if he had security. Well, they, he says he's been about compiling security footage. And I guess he's put it into, he's like been categorizing it and everything. This is his weird little project. No, Chase, I was talking about Rewind and I Oh, Rewind, oh, okay. Chase, Chase is definitely has access to way too much footage. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> he's the catalog. He, he's starring in a direct-to-video sequel to Sliver. <laughs> Also, once again, and I didn't, I forgot to bring this up in the last episode where there was the, the black box recording where you once again have nicely edited security footage, which (laughs) is one of those things with me, like drill tanks that bother me. I mean, this is the bane of every cartoon, possibly even one of the greatest cartoon episodes ever. Uh, uh, Heart of Ice from Batman the Animated Series. Oh yeah! Like, like you watch that on the commentary, and they're cracking jokes about how uh, how nicely edited the security footage is. <laughs> yeah, hands and zoom. How many cameras did they have can, in there? <laughs> the disbelief can only be suspended so far. What? Uh, it's more understandable back then. It, it's. More annoying if it's something that takes place after, like, paranormal activity. Would we know what a found footage movie should look like? Shitty as hell. I think it's understandable in something like this where it's actually just a clip episode, and it's less understandable when it's something like the previous episode where this was not footage that's just being reused and being, quote, security camera footage. It's actually was animated for that purpose. Yeah, and admittedly, most of the, the shots in this are very quick cuts where you don't have time to question, how did you get that camera angle? <laughs> Magic. Uh, like, what? How? why are there so many cameras near Pettypaw's tree? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, cat goes up in there all the time. I can definitely see Mrs. Needlelander as one of those people with their own security cameras. Yes. Yes, with a door camera and maybe one near the tree, but it's like... Pettypaws features kind of heavily in this episode for not appearing in this episode, and there's like a dozen camera angles on that tree. Oh, and of, and of course, 
And, of course, uh, Blades is very enthusiastic about this training program because look at all that I've learned from television. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, it's like... Video is the best way to learn. Like when Chase brings up the big screen and it's like blocks of, like, like Hollywood squares, but then it, it shuffles like roulette at a casino. Yes. Or, no, what is it? Um, uh... Slot machine. Also, when they when they come in the room to propose this, uh, Boulder is painting, and he's doing a painting of Blades, who is just sitting there looking thoughtful. But he, he's in yes. the pose of the thinker. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we we cut the clips, and they are of course clips from extra episode. They are categorized, and I think uh, what is kind of amusing about this uh, episode is I feel that the Rescue Bots writers are kind of. Poking fun at their own show a little. Yes, yeah. it is. It, okay, for a clip episode, this is actually pretty fun, and it really like brings up a lot of fun things that have happened in previous episodes. Yeah, the clips are only like maybe a fifth of the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think even that much. And of course, you have to take notes because there will be a quiz. Yes, <laughs> Chase will definitely give you a quiz. Yeah, so we get the, you know... And the category cards, there's like natural disasters. There's Morocco, which we don't <laughs> see, but we see his face on the, on the slot. Well, I was hoping a, that one of the categories would be like human supervillainy, and that would be Dr. Morocco. And you also see a category for what it appears to be entirely rescues of that guy with the helipack. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he has I to be rescued could, so many times. That could just be, be like... like mundane rescues. Yeah, like... Fun. Human rescues. Minor science mm. disasters. Yes. Minor science yeah, disasters. Because there's, there's environmental emergencies, there's earth animals, where we are once again reminded that they had to deal with a pack of marauding lemurs. <laughs> oh, yeah, did, did, there was like... We've been taught to recycle. Lemurs and lobsters and bears, oh my. Yeah, there's, yes, there's the flobsters... And they have the uh, the the environmental dangers, which brings us back to the tornado. Yes, yeah. Because we we get to see Dot Green dropping the tornado in the tornado. The, the, the writer was very much calling out. There are an unusual number of natural disasters on this island. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, technical disasters, and of course, things being where, in which there is a some sort of meter on them, and that meter goes into the red zone. <laughs> Oh, yes, we have Red Zone Cuba. <laughs> because that does happen a lot. I didn't realize how often that happened until that clip started rolling, and it's like, there's five instances of, of Doc Green saying, if this goes into the Red Zone, it's like, wait a minute. It <laughs> does happen a lot. Holy crap. So it's like, it's like Doctor Who in reversing polarities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. And also, apparently Cody is constantly just having stuff fall on him. Well, yes, putting child in danger, and he is the main child, so... Well, I mean, it's basically stuff falling on him, and then, later in the episode, stuff falls on him. (laughs) Yes. 
perfectly normal for a small child to get strapped, trapped under scaffolding repeatedly. Yes. It's a thing that happened to me all the time as a kid. I don't, I don't know what the problem is. No, yeah, yeah, you get stuck under things. It happens. So they, uh, they are once again called out to a rescue. It, it is one of the town's many unfortunate window washers who is using a malfunctioning hover platform. He looks so done, too. He's just sitting on this hover platform that's, like, giving this announcement about going up and then going up and then coming back up, down, and he's down. just Please sitting there, like... Please safety harnesses. Uh, <laughs> he's just so done. Yeah. And so, Sandwich starts building a ladder. Out of junk he brought with him, Yes. Although this Stuff which, he emptied out of the prison wallet. We don't see him <laughs> emptying out his prison wallet this time. It's just the way it was animated last time. It's just he turns into truck mode and then it looks like he just craps out a bunch of garbage. <laughs> and then he yes, because he's so much. <laughs> just very like... He has to take a dump. He has to do that. Because they didn't bring Heatwave with him. Heatwave stayed back for whatever reason, but they brought the new recruits. Yeah, maybe. But then Blur cannot wait for this ladder to be slowly built. And the guy on the thing is fine with waiting. He's been waiting there presumably like an hour already. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm okay here, really. No, please. Oh, God. Uh-huh. And then he just ends up hilariously plummeting to his death. Yes. Like and it's, and it's even more hilarious because it, it's the commercial cut, so they cut... To commercial, he's plummeting to his death. Come back to the commercial, it's the same clip of him plummeting to his death. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, oh! Well, this is my day. But, of course... A, a uh, strange robot I have never seen before tried to slam dunk the, the scaffolding I'm on. And yeah, no, we've died. seen the rescue bots, but I don't know this purple guy. Is this one of Dr. Morocco's? <laughs> Oh, yeah, his, the, the more bots were black and purple. His was like kind of a race car thing. Yeah. And fortunately, Boulder catches this guy before he uh, gets splattered all over the pavement. In, in his soft, gentle iron hands. And, the, and then once again, Blur is like, hey, you know, why do we even have to save these people? They kind of suck. <laughs> he has that yeah, uh, see, that slingshot moment. From yes. from G one when the aerial bots come to Earth and slingshot is like humans are stupid. Why are we saving them? <laughs> that that was the closest I got to liking Blur in this episode. It's like <laughs> this is the island of natural selection. We're stopping. <laughs> then they have to explain that you know, hey, humans are great. They're they're our pals. We use teamwork with them. Also. As as they're all heading back to the firehouse, Salvage has to just he just takes the platform. He yes. just grabs yeah, what's left of it. What's the broken Any, platform? Uh, anybody using this? Nope. I'll take it. <laughs> I love hmm. him so much. Would you like I expected that to come back in this episode like by the end of it he's built a hover couch or it something. Just mentioned <laughs> again. Cause there's something that they mm. put together later that they say, Oh, and we used a circuit from that hover platform. Oh, I guess it yes. was visual would have been better because because when they're watching the, the video replays that Chase has collected, they're sitting on ca- giant boxes, not cardboard boxes, wooden boxes that they just mm. have around crates or whatever. It's like a hover couch would have been cute. <laughs> yes, and we, we also discussed the the differences between male and female humans. And which yeah, it's like oh well, it's Chase discussing the binary in this episode. Yes. So. 
of course the cop is going to do it. <laughs> but also, he brings uh, they, up just... the mustache. It's really just an excuse to talk about Chief Burns' mustache. Yes. Yes, and how it apparently makes him more huggable. <laughs> I mean, clearly. And although it is interesting that they, they kind of don't seem to get males and females, even though this is in continuity with Prime, where they're are female Transformers and spoilers, we are going to get a female rescue bot next season. Yeah, I, I was well. Uh, I was figuring by at least Rescue Bots Academy, we we get. Oh, definitely. Yeah, one's in the main diversity. cast. Hmm. Yeah, it uh, is but, a little odd, but then mm, maybe they were mm. stuck out in space for a very long time. Yeah. But you know, I'm sorry. Humans are just too silly. <laughs> Humans are just weird. And, you know, Cody tries to explain, you know, when, when Heatwave got here, he didn't like any of us either. It's true. He still kind of doesn't. <laughs> and, you know, so he goes to visit his old pal Salvage, who is, of course, at the junkyard, playing with junk. Yes. And, you know, he is fitting in with people because people make junk and he loves junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make all kinds of fun junk. Junk is the best. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Blur is just like, you know, maybe I'll you know, just go to Velocitron or something. Yay! So he just ends up speeding through the, the town. Yeah. And, uh, Salvage has designed a new, uh, a new interactive system for, for the, uh, he uses the voice chip from that, uh, window washer to make this, this new interactive computer, Irvis. Hmm. Which is empathically reactive voice interactive system. So, so, but they named it Elvis. Sure, Irvis. Irvis, close enough. Irvis. So they they kind of cycle through a few voices until they find one. They're like, one is clearly just Barney. <laughs> the first one is extremely Maurice Lamarche. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're they're not Barney the dinosaur. That is not not Barney Fife or Barney Rubble. I thought it was. I thought it sounded like Goofy. It's a little goofy. What starts out as goofy, but then as it went along, it was like, oh, this is, this is trying for Barney, I think. This new computer system is super de-duper. <laughs> Golly gee. Yeah, it should have just cycled through various Barneys. Barney Rubble, Barney Gumble. I mean, yeah, that would have been funnier, because it was like, there's a basic <clears> voice <throat> that's kind of boring, or, or it sounded like the evil robot that they had previously, or evil computer. That sounded like Maurice mm. LaMarche. Yes. Who is, again, on the show, which is hard to realize because he's just sounding extremely normal in a way he never does in anything else. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty close to his actual speaking voice. Oh. I'd assume so. As opposed to, like, his Orson Welles impression or whatever. Yes, which is what he uses 99% of the time because <laughs> that's what he's usually been brought on for. You know, it is criminal that he, you know, he's been on Transformer shows, and yet I think he has yet to voice Unicron. <gasps> what? That's a I good mean, point. I mean, how do you not do? I know. I mean, all you know, all subsequent unicorns have just been a guy with a deep voice, not a guy specifically doing an Orson Welles impression. Which we really should get yeah. at some point, considering he's cropped up every once in a while. Although it's, it's but, been a while, but hopefully, maybe the next time. I mean, even if it's too silly for uh, uh, for Transformers, I don't know, Robot Chicken. I'm giving you gold here. Yeah. <laughs> It's Unicron, but he's doing, like, the Frozen Peas promo. Is there a yes. Unicron in Cyberverse? He would have been perfect for that. 
Uh, I no. don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I do not believe they ever get to Unicron in that. Uh, they do Quintessons. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I do have a Quintesson from that. Yeah, it's an okay Anyway, so yeah, Blur is just, you know, running red lights, he causing, causing car crashes. Yep. Uh, he, he crashes, and he eventually crashes into the statue of Horace Burns. <gasps> How dare! Which he destroys the base of the statue and in the process kills himself. Effectively. Yes. Well, crushes his car mode and he's stuck there. Yes. R.I.P. Blur. That's it. I, and then we just and we just cleaned off that uh, graffiti on it about uh, how he had set, uh, relations with a pirate. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that would actually be weird if that was a new recurring thing for Blurs that they all get crushed. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the Cyberverse one died of cosmic rust. Oh yeah. Oh Ooh. dear. In an extremely weird and not very, like, I don't know. That was some total... That that episode is real bad. Yeah, that episode could be be written better. I'll find out in a few years. Find out eventually. So, yeah, they take him back to base. Blur is, you know, he's grounded... Also, I I like them explaining Heatwave explaining him away as a, or I guess the chief explaining him away as a self driving car because you know Teslas, Teslas and their tendency to like run into things and then burst into flames and then lock their own doors. Mm-hmm. The point is self driving technology. It's not great right now. No. No. So running into a statue is entirely within reason for them. Yeah. So, you know, Salvage and Boulder are talking about, uh, you know, they're talking about the ship. And it turns out they're much like the, uh, um, much like the X-Mansion, they do keep their uh, their, their ship under the basketball court. Well, it, it, it's a <laughs> well, long tradition. It. It, under a basketball court, a tennis court, uh, under a pool is my favorite for giant robots. Oh, and, and then, like, the pool drains as, like, the thing opens. Yeah, because the water drains out. keep <laughs> it under the Hot Wheels course. Hot Wheels. <laughs> well, there's, there's a giant... stupid Hot Wheels course that they have for some reason. Giant center in the middle. Wait, wait where is the, the basketball court in this? Oh, no, that's that's close yeah. to the back of the thing. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's time for a, a video montage that Blades has come up with, and that is the best of Blades. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Using his scoop, among other yes. things. And uh, I'm using the we are getting silhouettes of the robots as this uh, footage plays. Yeah, it's... Well, not full silhouettes. It's not entirely Mystery Science Theater 3000, but it made me think of that. They they point out that none of the new recruits actually have a flight mode, so teaching them about flying rescues is not actually very helpful. Oh, I, I have a question. Has, has anyone else ever bit, built a Mystery Science Theater for your TV? Uh, I, have Ooh, I have not. No, I would suggest that if you, if you want to just buy some black foam cord, a little bit of hot glue, and uh, well, it helps that that with some of the DVD sets they made uh, little uh, crow and servos that were oh, that's cool a size that's sort of compatible with Transformers, and I made the seats that size, and uh, I have some characters sitting out there. Mostly, I think it's Insecticons sitting at the Ooh. other end of the stage or uh, the seating. <laughs> Nice. And an anime figure filling in for the Mike or Joel or 
whatever new guy is called. Well, now, well, now with thir- season 13, there's multiple hosts. Including Joel, I think. I've only seen a Too couple. many hosts. <laughs> hmm. Sam, please stop loving on Victory Saver. So, so yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll send him cheesy movies of Blades, the worst we can find. <laughs> Poor Blades. He's and trying. Then he, and then he overhears, oh, a conversation where uh, Heatwave and Chief are like, they blur, he's gotta go. I, yeah, which, I definitely understand Heatwave. Like, oh, now I'm just messing up my own stuff. Not having... Uh, no, it's a spring for my microphone. Okay, I, I figured that, but like the the, the effect of it was more like a guitar string than like. Yeah, I, I thought I thought we were about to get an anyway. Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I don't think any of us have musical talent, or I just didn't know about it. I had a guitar previously, but again, did not actually have musical talent, so hmm. do not currently. I had clarinet less. Well, clarinet in school for. Was it even like a full semester? It feels like it was only months. I did play the clarinet, and then because I was a tiny lesbian and didn't understand it, I played bass clarinet for a year. I don't even remember what kind of clarinet was. I got a clarinet because, like, a cousin had a clarinet, and and I got that instead of whatever instrument I wanted to play instead. But it turns out I had to get my own because I couldn't borrow theirs anyway. And I cannot read sheet music then or now... Yeah, I managed to read sheet music just fine. Well, I I could sort of, like, at home, I would figure out, okay, this is this note, I have to hit there. I would have to memorize what the fuck I was doing, because trying to read it, I can't read fast enough. It was like, why why can't it just be written A, B, D, or whatever the fuck? It has to be this weird line and shit that's sideways and does not make any sense to my brain, mathematically. I totally played bass clarinet. Anyway, so so Blur is just he's just taking this spaceship for a joyride. He's he is taken off. This is this is hey, this off. is a wrap on Blur. And as he does this, a bunch of scaffolding just falls on poor Cody. Yeah, and that's the again. end of the episode. <laughs> oh no! Yes, where he takes off yeah, to the great I... white north or great darkness of space. The, the, the I didn't great realize blue yonder. we were going to have a clip episode. <laughs> That was to be continued. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was kind of shocking. That's wild. What's well, not a, as much of a clip episode as an episode that we stretched out by adding some clips into? Yeah. Yes. Uh, anything else? That's fair. I liked, I liked Blades showing the best of Blades. Yeah, it feels like we had maybe a we had a touch too much for a, for a two parter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- this is the middle of a three parter. Again, it is the middle of three. Those almost always drag. It's a sag. It's not the worst middle of a three parter we've seen. No, I mean it, it's fine. The clips are a little egregious, but again, that that the best of Blur is pretty amusing. Yeah, I, I did like the seg- segment where we see like how many times Mister Petty pauses cause trouble. <laughs> I liked how many times things have gone into the red zone. <laughs> yeah, that was a shocking <laughs> revelation. Yeah, and you know when you put all that together, Griffin Rock actually does look kind of dangerous. Well, we yeah, it seems like that, maybe kind yes. of a dangerous place to be. It 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 is more shocking how few like were actually caused by mad science. Like there's more natural disasters and and cat caused accidents. Well, yes, yeah, a lot although of often natural the, disasters. Although often the cat interacts with mad science, well, like yes. that guy with the helipack. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, like, the the Red Zone stuff was related to mad science without, without always being mad science. It's mad yeah. science adjacent. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, so so that is the episode. Yeah, so I, I believe that now brings us to uh, David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes. Yeah, it was a decent episode. It's like, ah, uh, where's the no thingies? Okay. This week, uh, one, two, three, four, five, five men. Dangerous treasure hunting. Ugh. The, the monster of the week is a mole man in a scarf and goggles, so he's highly charming. Aww. He sounds charming. Y- yes, he is. Uh, and and I put a clip of him in, in the episode notes, because it's a clip I've seen before on the internet, long ago, where, spoilers for the robot fight at the end, it ends in the giant robot playing whack-a-mole with the mole monster and a hmm. giant hammer, and it is delightful. <laughs> anyway, um... Poor mole monster. The the, the the ranger family, they're all together. They're having breakfast again. And, and Blue has won the lottery. It's like a million dollar lottery, but he's won the lowest prize of 10 or 100 yen. Okay. Which amounts to a dollar. He won the price <laughs> of a lottery ticket. Yay! But he's so excited about it. It's like, Blue, you're an idiot. Hey, you get your money back. It's not bad. Nothing yeah. bad about that. He, he's happy he won anything, but it's like that, that's that's nothing. That's the general. That's you broke even. Admittedly, in gambling, that's the best you can hope for most of the time. Or you get Eclipseo by playing a slot machine. <laughs> hey, I'm sad we didn't see we didn't see Doctor Morocco pop up on the slot machine. Yeah, well, maybe next episode if they continue that and and just don't give a shit about blur in space. Anyway, um, the- <laughs> just let them go. Just let them go because they don't want him around. <laughs> Poor Blur. That that would be a funny to be continued. He's like, oh, he left. Oh, well, he took our spaceship. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to build a new one. Anyway, anyway, he left. Anyway. Anyway, the, the mushroom accountant monster is the one in charge of the mole monster, and they're plotting to get uh, go on a treasure hunt because they have half of a map to an old treasure some aliens left on Earth centuries ago. Wait a minute, is this an episode of Robots in Disguise? The original Robots in Disguise? <laughs> Car robots. Car robots, where it was like... Can go get some O-parts. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, it's like a half of a hexagon-shaped map, and it turns out the Child of the Week, which we haven't had a lot of Children of the Week yet, despite the fact that all the Rangers are school teachers and their school was destroyed at the beginning of the season, which I guess is kind of why, because they don't hang out with kids all the time anymore, because I guess they're on paid leave, because the school was destroyed. I don't know. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Anyway, Child of the Week has the other half of the hexagon map. He's running away from his grandfather or some shit because he's going on a treasure hunt. Because he wants to find a treasure and use the treasure to help pay to rebuild the school. Because I guess it's still rubble. (laughs) Oops. Anyway, uh, Blue goes with him into the woods and and shit to keep an eye on him. And then then they encounter the, the mushroom monster and the mole. And then the child shouts when they're trying to be quiet, so the chase happens because they both notice that each of them has the other half of the map. And, and, and uh, there's fighting back and forth and tag. And, 
It turns out that the mad scientist woman of the bad guys, Doldora, she knows about the treasure, and she's like, no, no, it's not gold and silver, you stupid mushroom. It's an anti-gravity device. Well, anti-gravity you rock. stupid mushroom? It's an anti-gravity rock. I like her calling people stupid mushrooms. Well, I'm calling them a stupid mushroom, because kind of, I don't think he's supposed to be a mushroom, but he's got, he's like a squat little Godzilla-ish body, because he's Godzilla tail. But he, Does he have big mushroom energy? The top half of him is giant head with like Loki, a. It. It's not really a turban, but it's a weird hat that looks like a mushroom on top of mm-hmm. his oversized head. So I just think of him as a mushroom monster because he looks like some. He looks like a goomba, like they just <laughs> got crossbred with a Godzilla or something. Oh, so he's a mushroom monster. Anyway. She's explaining to him it's it's an anti-gravity rock, not gold and silver. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm still going for the treasure. And and then there's back and forth fighting. And they do eventually get to the cave. The the green the blue ranger has the thing, but then the mole monster chases him back out. And then the mushroom picks up the the two halves of the hexagon, puts them together, sticks them in a hole, which opens the magic door to get the alien treasure. And inside is a like. A soccer ball sized rock. But it's a dirty, ugly rock, so the mushroom monster is like, fuck it, this can't be the treasure, and just throws it away. What? It rolls out of the cave into the rock quarry where everyone else is fighting because the other rangers have showed up. Perfectly good rock. And then it, it starts to glow and flash, which blinds the mole and not because it knocks his, his goggles off because he has goggles because he's a mole and he's not used to the sunshine, so he's blinded. <laughs> and then the, the anti gravity rock just flies into the sky because it's an anti gravity rock. And whoops! Well, the rangers can't use it and we can't use it. It's the MacGuffin is gone. <laughs> Because th- th- this stupid mushroom could not fathom the idea that ugly rock is valuable. Aww. Anyway, what a jerk. The, 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 as I mentioned, the rangers fight the mole monster. The mole monster gets absorbed by Stay Puff Robot number 10, grows giant, and then they play whack a mole with a giant mole monster. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I love it. It, it. It's a great ending to a weird little episode. Like it, 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 the weird, stupid setup of, of treasure hunt that ends in mole monster whack a mole is so good. Like it, it's worth any of the stupidity of a child plot to have whack a mole. <laughs> and my throat is dry. Oh no. All right. Well, I think that about does it for us for this week. We will be back next week with more ex- with the exciting conclusion to this uh, this storyline. Uh, but until then, you- I'm excited to conclude the storyline. But until then, you can find oh, us. No. Mm-hmm. Oh no! The, the cat knocked oh. over. Oh okay. But until then, of course, <laughs> you can find uh, us all over the internet. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, we have not yet decided what we're going to do for the month of January. Uh, I mean, by the time we actually post this episode, we'll probably have figured it out. 
Uh, but for December, you can go back and listen to us talking about the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. Uh, a, a classic of trying to get spinoffs made? Question mark? <laughs> hey, sure, you know, we have, it really you, you feels like it wants some spinoffs to get made. You uh, you don't remember the, uh, what was it, the, what were the bad guys called again? The... Monstroids? Oh, right, oh, right. You, you, you don't remember the Manchines Monstroid Power Hour? Oh, the Manchines. Oh, right. Friggin' Manchines, Man. the worst. The Manchines really, really wanted to be a spinoff. Creepy little cyborg popple thing. <laughs> <laughs> Spot bot smurfs. <laughs> oh, yes, that's basically what they are. Oh, but uh but uh, so uh, so we will return with uh uh with a new hero next week. But until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen and I sure did also buy Death Source. Well, you got to have the set. I know. And I'm David. I only bought Death Source because I didn't need Victory Saber, but I have wanted Deaths Are Us since I first heard of his name. So you're that one, you're one of the the few hundred people who got Deathsaurus and did not get Star Saber. Well, yeah, because bad guys are more fun. Plus, his name is more fun I to say. I figured it was just all the monster fuckers. <laughs> well, yes, plus kaiju. Oh, yeah, he is kind of a kaiju and also kind of like a big yes. metal chick. Yes. He's a big bird. Yeah. It says so on his package. Big bird. <laughs> anyway, good night. All right, good night. Okay. Uh...